Coyote Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. Hailing from the Northwest province in South Africa, Basson Lass resigned from his day job to become a full-time musician. The singer-songwriter has released his debut single, Tightly Bound, a precursor to his five-track EP, Good Morning Dreamer, and he's currently performing live around the country. He's an up-and-coming artist whose music is trailblazing and inspiring. Up next on Slapsvant, we've got Basson Lass. Where do we find you in the world? What's happening in your, in your life and how are you doing? I am doing very well, Barrett. Thank you for having me on your show. What's happening in my world is um, it has been a, a crazy three months since releasing my first couple of songs um, all over on the interwebs. <laughs> and it's been a fun and uh, an endearing and also a challenging time, but I'm excited for it. It's really, yeah, it's really been um, just a, an awesome experience. So I'm very grateful for that. And where are you? So I'm based, do you mean? Yes. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I live in Pretoria. Um, okay. Based in Pretoria. So most of the shows are in and around uh, Gauteng. But of course, you know, people can find me on Facebook and Instagram mainly because um, I was born in the 90s. So we have <laughs> Facebook and we have Instagram. We don't have TikTok <laughs> yet. Let's rewind to the very beginning. You said you only recently decided to release music, but let's rewind. So what stage did you think, cool, whether it was a child more recently or a teen, I want to be in the music world, entertainment world, and how did that accumulation of journey progress to where we are currently sitting today? Well, the, the first time I sang over a mic was in 2014, and it was just some social event for Varsity because I studied at uh, the University of Pretoria back then. It was just a matter of throwing a couple of songs together with two two of my friends, and we had this mini set, um, and I performed a couple of my own songs there as well. But I think it really um, sort of the, the bug bit me there. I realized, yo, this is fun. I've written some songs since earliest 2009 when I was still in high school. You know, I've, I taught myself playing the, the guitar since since being early high school days and it's always just been a an instrument that i could take along uh on weekends or wherever you go whenever you go away with friends unlike a piano or a violin which mm. are two instruments that i used to play when i was very very young um but i wouldn't i wouldn't say that i <laughs> i would dabble in those anymore so it's mainly been guitar and um lyric writing has been you know, from time to time, it has been a sort of like playing off some steam or getting some, some thoughts out or, you know, just like in Afrikaans, a clip to like release. And um, it's it's really been a hobby, um, as a matter of fact. So, you know, I've been performing some weddings and corporates and here and there in bars and restaurants for like background music type of thing since since those days in 2014. Um, we used to have a band called Man the Fields. That was the first sort of project that um, my two friends and I worked together. So we were this three piece and it was, it was fun playing at markets and, you know, wherever they wanted us. We had a couple of originals, but it was mainly a cover band, of course. Mm -hmm. And 
um, very acoustic folkish, like um, very like um, boomch, 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 you know, with a <laughs> kick and a tambourine, if I can say it like that. Uh, kick, kick and tambourine on your on your feet, and that's still what I do nowadays. I mean, if if I do my solo performances, then I have my my kick on my right foot and my tambourine on my left, and that's just a way to like give myself that sense of percussion, or you know, just a pulse. But it's really it's really picked up only just before, let's say, before COVID ish, in a sense of performing at your friends' weddings and. Here and there, and and I just really grew fond of this. It, well, it, it made me feel like you know there's something there. If if all else fails, then I can just pick up my guitar uh-huh. and 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 try at least to to pursue this as a career. And um, well, COVID came, and you know it was really a tough time for for um, musicians or for LA, basically anybody in in the entertainment industry or in all sorts of industries. Mm. But that wasn't the best time to you know of course enter being a musician or you know the, the music industry so it was after COVID that I that I felt like you know my previous plans of perhaps going overseas I wanted to teach English in South Korea very badly um, but then of course COVID changed that and I already resigned from my previous job in 2019 so I was kind of stuck I really didn't know what else to do and then and there, it just seemed like a good idea to try and dust off the guitar. Yeah, just put some glue to my bum and see if I can organize the shows that I that I needed to at least break even or to cover my expenses for yeah. for you know monthly monthly expenses. And yeah, that's basically how it <laughs> how it came together. So you said you released two singles. So your first couple of singles this year, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's four songs, yeah. So it's a, it's one single and a and a four track EP basically that's, okay. that's out now. Discussing that and your creative mind. So what inspires your creativity from zero to three two minute song? Is it an easy process? Uh, what is inspiration for those words and the lyrics and the music? Mm. Let's unpack your creative brain. Well, so since I've started um, writing songs here and there, I mean, it's it's really been like a, maybe a song or two a year since early ages, and I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I'm like this songwriting machine at the moment. So every song that that I have written um, are very dear and special to me, and and sort of relates to a very specific time throughout my life, and um, I still dabble with. You know how it is exactly what what should a songwriting process necessarily entail, and I don't think there's a specific recipe. I mm. mean, sometimes sometimes I'd, I'd I'd have a cool melody first, and um, I'd write something maybe initially not really meant to, to, to mean something specific, just maybe have a good hook line or whatever. Yeah. Um, that you write into that sometimes or some other times I have a nice uh, lyric or a line that I feel like, oh, maybe the, perhaps this can resonate with someone out there. And um, then it's just a matter of putting the melody to it. But I think I'm really still figuring out what exactly my sound um, should be like uh, or sound like and what my writing style will become. Uh, well, I'll definitely figure that out in the in the next couple of years um, ahead. But um, I, I really just love you know collecting these 
short lines of things that make sense or things that I've heard somewhere. Maybe perhaps a friend, you know, mentioned mm. this and I felt like, Hey, just hold on. Let me just write this down quickly. Or, um, perhaps I hear it in a movie or read it in a book or whatever. And I have these sort of notes on my phone that I collect from time to time. Okay. And then yeah, I feel, you know, let's just sit and sort of compile these things together and sort of weave perhaps a storyline that can, um, yeah, that can at least sound nice. But, um, I mean, most of my music or the songs that I have written yet and I haven't released yet are very, um, melancholic. So, well, I, w- I would say like, I- I'm trying to say something <laughs> sometimes that I'm yes. not even sure exactly what it is. Um, so if that makes sense, but yeah, so like singer songwriter. I song. mean, um, it's singer songwriter style and it's, yeah, like it's melancholic and it's, it's, it's got, sort of got a, uh, has a deeper meaning and, and every listener can, can take something from that song differently than, than the person next to them, yeah. which I think is nice. And I think it was just a matter of having these raw acoustic songs that, that I've been collecting basically, um, one or two songs a year. Um, and walking into the studio for the first time saying like, I've got these little songs, you know, um, uh, and the producer, Werner Katz from Good Morning Sweet Songbird Studios, he, he said, you know, listen, we've got some valuable songs here and now we're going to color it in. And, um, I think only, only when we started recording these four songs, these first four songs, um, I really felt, um, eager to explore. Yes. You know, just recording the rest and, and yeah, see what, what comes out there because it's, it's really a fun, process but it's also a learning curve that i must adhere to so yeah <laughs> i love i love what you, i, I love that, that thing sense. about that you said coloring in because every person when they listen to a song they color in their feeling words or pictures that allows them to process and interpret and feel it in their way because every person yeah. processes information not one person interprets or processes information the same so I love that color. Yeah, absolutely. We take, we each take the colors that we want. Every person will take a different color crayon. And if some of us won't even, we'll just leave it to be black and white. So I love that yeah. picture and love that interpretation. That's really beautiful. It, it sometimes, sometimes you feel like this song might just end up to be acoustic. And then, well, maybe the song asks for just being an acoustic singer songwriter type song. And um, Strangers, uh, one of the songs from the EP, is actually one of those songs that we, you know, we tried when um, when when Werner asked me, so which song are we going to record first? Which song are we going to use to break the ice? We we figured let's do Strangers because we think it's going to be this acoustic song. It ended up being much um, like higher production in a sense yes. <laughs> than 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 initially being planned. But it was nice because you let the process go and you see, you, you sit there and you feel like, okay, so this is what we have. This is what we have as ideas. But, um, if you feel like there needs to be a bass, uh, or a kick drum here or a snare there or whatever the case may be, or maybe let's build it throughout very slowly and then have this punchline at the end or this peak, then you have to go for, for it. I mean, it's, um, you can always change it if you don't like it. And I think yeah. that's the fun part of, Having this first experience, um, in a studio and, and a proper studio to, um, be able to just let that, yeah, let that process sort of follow its, its own way.
Yeah, I really, really love it. Uh, loved it. And looking forward to um, the next songs that I think um, Bernard and I are definitely going to work together for, um, you know, at least a couple of more years just to get the songs that I've already written out and to keep that golden thread of, you know, the two of us working together. Mm. And we know how this EP has, how the people have been responding to this EP so far, which which is very nice to to hear. And, um, yeah, it gives us a lot of things to build from there. So it's nice to have these ideas. <laughs> you mentioned the next couple of years. So what's the short-term plan, the long-term plan? I think short-term, I'm still trying to promote this this EP. Um, of course, it. I think um, I'll, until I release another single, which I don't know when that's going to be. I mean, um, <laughs> I'm really... Um, just eager to to pay off the expenses from from this project now yes. for the next couple of months. I think short term, I'd really love to keep on promoting this EP and try and get myself performing as uh, many shows as possible wherever in the country because um, musicians have to perform to mm. in order to make money, yes. especially if you are a newcomer like mm. me. You know, you can't really. You know, the royalties don't pay much um, of of any sorts from streaming platforms or yeah, from absolutely. you know from the radio or wherever. So uh, you can't bargain on that. Performances are where it's at, and um, if I can perform at least, I mean, I, I think my 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 goal right now is like sixteen performances a month. If it's more, then it's great. Um, but I think that should be my objective and. Then long term, I would really love to to bring out a couple of singles after this EP, just to keep uh, keep the consistency, if I can say that. And then perhaps another EP or an album, whichever yeah. it feels like to do, um, you know, during that time. Because, um, like I mentioned, it is really expensive. It doesn't necessarily have to be expensive, but it is just a matter of yeah, planning these things thoroughly and seeing where this goes. And I think most importantly, just to keep on enjoying it though. Um, yes. Because it always needs to be fun. I mean, like music can be work as well. And it is work if you, especially if you do it full time, but it doesn't need to feel like it's agonizing or, yeah. you know, really something that, that you feel like you have to squeeze to, in order to get mm. something out of there, it needs to come. It, it, I hope in the future it really would would, be, would become a more natural endeavor. And um, I'm, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to that. So, but I mean, having too too many plans, I've seen in the past has also been like, you know, you have these plans, and if it doesn't work out, then you then you feel like, ah, oh, you know, I didn't. Um, give it my best or I, I wish this happened or I wish that or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I think the objectives needs to be, or your goals need to be attainable <laughs> in a certain sense, because then, then you also feel that sense of checking the boxes yeah. as you go along. Yeah. And um, I mean, whatever things can happen in the next three years that, that that would really be exciting but it can also i mean it takes a long while for for any musician to get themselves heard over the noise of hundreds and thousands of songs being released on all the streaming platforms every day hopefully sometime in the near future i could have that one song that people resonate with the most 
and then it might be um yeah it might get easier from there but yeah so let's rather say not hopefully it will happen and yeah (laughs) put it out there (laughs) step into it and also um, so people can hear yes step out there and just own it and let so like instead of taking it uh, step by step, you're taking it note by note. Sorry, I just had to put that. Yeah, <laughs> I just had to put that. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> note no. by note. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun <words> intended. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love this game. I know if I had to ask you this game in two seconds, two hours, two minutes, I know your answer will be different every time because there are millions of them and there are thousands of them. And I understand that. I recognize that. But if you had to push play to five songs by other artists once we've finished this conversation, what would those five mm-hmm. songs be and by whom? You know, I want to mention something real quick. Though, yeah. Is um, I think in a in a the day and age that we're living oh. in, where streaming platforms mm. um, are the main place where people can yes. get their music from, you and, and Spotify has a fantastic algorithm to get you to listen to the songs that you might like. In any case, right? So I've come to know that my my playlist for example, on Spotify, my own personal playlist, is a mixture of so many artists or bands that I don't necessarily even know, but I really love a specific song that I maybe heard on a Discover Weekly or okay, yes. you know, whatever the vibe may be, may be. And then perhaps if if you come across a second song in the future, then you're like, oh, but this guy's voice sounds familiar. And then you tend to like listen to more of that. Mm-hmm. And then perhaps you even you re- you um, remember or recognize their name yeah. um, in the future. But there are so there are so many bands that you I know the song, but I don't know the band. And just because I'm perhaps fond of uh, the bass line in this song, yes. or maybe the drum line in this song, okay. or I love the the subtle piano in this song, or whatever the case may be. But that being said, there are of course bands that that I've grown to love um, since I was a kid, like Coldplay, for example. Mm-hmm. I'm very very fond of Coldplay, especially their older albums like uh, X and Y and Viva La Vida. So Death and All Its Friends is definitely my number one song that I'd play. I'm the youngest of four kids, so I also grew up with you two in the house. <laughs> so I'd say with or without you, yes. beautiful day are also songs that are very recognizable and that I'd love to have on my playlist. Um I don't know if you're familiar with Shaky Graves and um perhaps the tallest man on earth. Um both overseas artists as well. Shaggy Graves does the similar sort of like kick and tambourine with his feet and it's and it's inspiring to see him do his solo act roll roll the bones is a song from him that i definitely add on a on a playlist as well so hosier is also a very very nice band that i that i feel people need to listen to and then of course there are you know the the classics like lumineers and mumford and sons Oh, and, and I must add, a, a, a new artist that I recently, recently discovered is uh, Matt Mason. That guy has a fantastic way of writing catchy lyrics. The, the song there is Cringe is the one, and Hallucinogenics is the other one. But so on the podcast is listened to throughout the world, so as a final message to the listening audience, what would you like to say? Thank you for having me, you, Barrett. And um, I'd like to just say, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to Good Morning Dreamer yet... Um, it's available on Spotify and on Apple Music or wherever you, you tend to go and listen to your, your music. And I've also got a couple of music videos out there that I'd really love 
if the people could watch that um, and let me know what they think, because I really feel like we did a good job with regards to the production value of yeah. um, the two music videos. And both of the music videos, there's a link between the two and they, they both music videos tell a similar story or the same story, just like in different time you know periods of yes. the character's life yeah go watch that and um, let me know what you think of the ep and if there is something you resonate with let me know of course you can grab hold of me on anywhere basically yeah just thank you in advance for the support yeah.